So hello and welcome to this rapid fire late night episode of the Turn 5 podcast where we're discussing round 7 of the Formula 1 World Championship, the Monaco Grand Prix. Uh, I didn't get to watch the race, I was at rehearsals for the Europa League final opening ceremony all day. Uh, does someone want to fill me in? Uh, it was it was boring. Then it rained, and it wasn't quite so boring. Go on. <laughs> um, I mean, I didn't really watch most of it because I was participating in a tennis tournament. Oh. Um, uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I saw the start. Um, there was a little bit of bumper cars round. That was funny. What I'll call Lowe's hairpin, really but it's not called Lowe's hairpin anymore, is it? It's called something else. It's just a hairpin now, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's got. It's always got a name of some description. It's not actually called the hairpin, is it? No, it's like a special corner. It was stationed, then it was Lowe's. Now it's something else. Uh, but yeah, anyway. To be fair, the besides the point, started at Mirabel. This is true. Um, because one of the hasses absolutely, went, yeah, yeah, Hawkenberg. sergeant, uh, um, deserving penalty. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll cover that one the, off. I seen the first lap. <laughs> I just watched Hulkenberg absolutely send it into Mirabel. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> break. Yeah, then Hawkenberg sergeant is not a break. K Mag showed them how it was done a, a few laps later. Absolutely oh, sent one down the inside of Mirabai. We had Stroll that was... Stroll try go through a gap that did not fit his car. Correct. <laughs> Stroll found the wall yeah. and um, the car and both at the same we had time. Saints find Ocon's ass into Nouvelle Chicane. Chicane. Nouvelle Chicane. Um that move was never on either. He just sort of went. Let's push him to use his tires. We don't mean literally, literally push <laughs> the car, Carlos. Uh, we also had Sergio Perez go up the arse end of uh, a Haas and break yeah, his that was way weird. That was a really weird one. And then end up two laps down. Yeah, was, that's his own fault though, isn't it? Mm. He shouldn't have crashed on Saturday. Yeah, what a qualifying session as well. Q three was unreal. banging. Q three was out of this world, <laughs> especially when Ocon <laughs> put it into professional pole. You're like, anyone can get pole it. <laughs> What's going on? They're just casually talking away, and then Ocon's just like, "Here's a time that beats Max Verstappen." <laughs> it's just like, e one, e one, wild. <laughs> That's why Monaco's so good. I know the racing's See, no, not that, great. The qualifying, the qualifying was good so... because nobody binned it in Q3 and we yeah. actually got everyone to complete their final runs. Mm. So the tension was there, the excitement was there. It wasn't just, we're halfway around the lap and red flag. Bang. Yeah. So that was, for me, that was why quality, Q3 in particular was so damn good. Yeah. It was that we actually got the full fulfillment of everyone gets to set their lap time, which was great then, because Alonso was on pole and then Max pulled a purple sector out of his ass and was suddenly just fast enough. 
because he was too tense down yeah. on Alonso's time at the end of the Rascas. I watched a um, uh, you know the the people that do the yeah, I watched the comparison the all through the it Rascas. It was all through Rascas. It was ridiculous. It was just behind, behind, ahead. <laughs> Alonso <laughs> must have made a mistake at Rascas. Yeah, just like a small lock up or a misjudgment yeah. on the turning point, but. Still, phenomenal effort for to just pull that back. Oh yeah, but no, Quali was mega. Um, but yes, it was definitely Perez's fault. He put himself on the back foot, as much the same as we've seen in years previous with other people. Even if they've made it into other sessions, they've always been sort of on the back foot from them. You crash at Monaco. Yeah. It, it, it. Yes, is the long and short of it. Um, Joe knows all about that. At least they finished the race. Mm. Yeah. That's <laughs> another weird thing in qualifying with him blocking Lando. Oh, God, yeah, that was an awkward one, wasn't it? It's like, surely the team would be onto him saying, like, Lando's close. Like, either speed up or slow down to let him through at the yeah. start of the tunnel. Instead of right on the corner, at the <laughs> and being parked right in the middle. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, no, yeah no. I'm sure Monaco's tricky. There's not many places to let someone through, but come on. Yeah, I'm guessing they wanted to let him through at the chicane, like just before it, but they must have got their timing wrong or something. And then, personally, I think that probably the best place to do it is if you're on a slow lap, is to come to the inside of Portier and slow down there, because then they can take Portier normally as they go into the tunnel, and then yeah. they're already past you. Or the chicane, you just don't take the chicane. Yeah. yeah. Just go off but... the track. Yeah. Still. Um, inside of Tabac is... Exit of Tabac is reasonable as well. Mm. But... Who took the Mojave or Ragunathan line through? Um... Oh, by him. Thingy. Turn one. Sandovot. Someone took the Ragunathan line. Of Sandovot. Um... I want to see Joe, but I'm that. not sure if it was. I think it was because they, they lost like fully... two positions. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I think it was because he lost to Sergeant, was it? Someone, yeah, I can't yeah. remember who. Yeah, he's trying to overtake, and then he, he just, just took the Ragunathan like <laughs> got turn one, and then if in doubt, yeah, because Sergeant was struggling with his mediums. Oh, yeah, Sergeant got absolutely duped that lap. Yeah, it was Sergeant that was, just him. was not quick this weekend. Yeah, the, the team putting on to soft to learn about graining. Yeah. Well, just we know you're struggling. Here's a set of sorts. Make it to the end. And then the rain came. Yes. But that was, that was at the dry period of around lap 40, and they kept on about rain. And they made that, like, nah, it's not going to happen. And then just there's rain at the water park. <laughs> it was like George came on the radio and said, it's raining turn three. But it didn't really. And then like everyone. It. And went... then, like two laps later, you could see, just going down to Casino Square, like the whole inside line was just 
Dumb Pizanifin. <laughs> yeah, the commentators were going on, like, oh, if it's only in a couple of corners, you just kind of got to deal with it for the rest of the lap. And mm. yeah. And then it wasn't the last couple of corners. Yeah, it was every corner. Oh, yeah. And even in that section, it was like <laughs> full wetters for that bit of track. <laughs> everyone just started going off and then you seen George go off take the Rossberg line and then rejoin straight in front of Perez oh well <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah the whole talk about rain but no rain came reminded me of the Hungarian Grand Prix a few years ago it's, oh it's raining at the water park great cool. it's not raining at the track <laughs> and then as soon as the checkered flag fell that's what I was fully expecting. All the rain came at once. Because they were saying, I think they started, they said, like, 50, and then it moved to 57. And then I think the Red Bull team said around 61. And then it mm. just started at, like, 54 around then, I think. Just out of nowhere. Well, it was always, uh, always going to be tricky when it comes that late in the race because... They say if you want, if you're on dry tires on a damp track, you want new softs. Yeah, because that's the best. And Max is out in the front, and most people are on track on very old hards. Mm. Worst case scenario, pretty much. Um, what I found gutting in a way was the Aston Martin pit stop saga. Because oh, that's the only word I can yeah. think to describe it. Because they pulled Alonso in and he's going enters, and the team shoves on a brand new set of slicks. And then two laps later, he's back in to get oh, enters on. Yeah. Like, the same. Okay, I know Max was quite far ahead, but that's twenty yeah. seconds. Yeah, eight second up, like ten seconds around then. Would have at least made it more interesting at the final stages. Yeah. Could have been an Alonso W. <laughs> Lando done the same though. He McLaren boxed in for new hards. Like a lap later. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I saw I saw new hards going and I was just like, e what, mate? Why? <laughs> they need to check their weather radar again. Might like in that position, you might as well gamble it, you know? It was like Why Red Bull as well, though, like three laps to the end, just petted Perez for fresh enters for no apparent reason. Well, Perez, you asked, just keep him out of the walls, really, wasn't it? So it's not even like it could wets. be for fastest lap because he's not going to get a purple lap time on enters. <laughs> no. Bonkers. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know whether it was just because it was Monaco, but the Mercedes didn't look to be any better of a race car. I, I don't know. Really I, always, I think it was Monaco. I always say oh, yeah, with, these, with upgrades, you got to give it a couple of races because Monaco, in, in particular, Monaco is a really weird circuit in terms of its characteristics and just the whole layout. Um, yeah. So, in terms of carpet, because like Monaco is so weird, they have to bring a brand new steering rack just for this race, just so they can go around the bloody hairpin. 
So I think the real test, I think the best benchmark will be Spain because we've done so much testing at Spain. We've had so much data from Spain. The team will really be able to go, we've made good gains or it's not actually done anything. Or we've went backwards. (laughs) Yes. And even then with Monaco in 2021, when Mercedes had one of the best cars on the grid at Monaco, it wasn't great. It was yeah. what, like eighth or whatever. So, can we just point out though that Mercedes have an utter <laughs> and are still ahead of Ferrari in the constructors' titles? Classic Ferrari mm. things. <laughs> it was also very funny how they've brought a new floor Mercedes, and then within like three practice sessions, they've got a photo of the floor. <laughs> To be fair, you now have photos of the Red Bull floor as well. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love that. Just put it on the crane, mate. How hard do you want it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a guy in a Red Bull short sitting in the crane. Yes. <laughs> Is that a bird? Is that a plane? No, it's a Formula One. Huh? It's a Mercedes. <laughs> Look at the Venturi tunnels on that bird. <laughs> <laughs> It reminds me of Monza last year where after the race they just left Ricardo's car hanging. Because mm. <laughs> I've got photos of the McLaren's floor from last year. <laughs> Should have sold them. Should not that anybody want wants McLaren's them floor. because it's the McLaren. No, 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 but, but... they'd know what not to do. <laughs> if you end, if you end up with a design that looks similar to this, then it. <laughs> Start again. Um... No, like I can't remember what session it was, but the marshals at the track being I think Monaco marshals, they just pick up the car and put a trolley underneath it. And then I saw a lot of people online like, why don't they do that at other tracks? How many times at other tracks does the car that stops stop on tarmac? Mm-hmm. Not often. Surely it would roll down the hill as well. It depends if they leave it in gear or not. You put it... <laughs> <But> no, <laughs> if you put the car the on the trolley... <laughs> oh, okay, right. the yeah, car. okay, fine, yeah. But there's still guys <laughs> around it, obviously, Ben. They put the... they don't just put the trolley under and then go, oh, that's it, job done. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine, Sorry, it's like... in the airfield, mate, down there. <laughs> one of the cameras, like, on the corner, you just see the car, and then, like, six, ten men running after it because they've dropped it. <laughs> But, and there's a car in the wall, but we're under red flag conditions. What? <laughs> but yeah, so like, how many times at other circuits does a car actually stop on tarmac? I know we had it a couple of years ago where Ocon stopped on circuit at Silverstone, and he was on the old national straight. Last year. That would have worked then. Fine. Because what people were saying was like, wow, this was really quick. Why don't we implement this everywhere? Gravel. Hmm grass sometimes wet mud yes not conducive of trolley to be fair they do use the crane system in um zanvort yes there's just like six cranes at every corner (laughs) and and that works because zanvort is such a small tight circuit that getting things around it is a bit of a mission anyway yeah that works. And but... it's so but banked. Even if it's like a car. Yeah, imagine trying to get a on... tractor around that. <laughs> <laughs> but well, even if Williams car... have gone round it before, haven't they? 
<laughs> the 2020 has went around it as well. Yeah, to be so there you go. Even if the car stopped on track and they used the trolleys, they'd have to run to the pit lane, really, because they'd have to go over the grass to get it off the track. Well, because so they... they've got, like, surface... Well, I mean, they but do like, that if they push the car off track anyway, so. Yeah, but at that point, you must forget the green. Because you'd have to red flag it. It depends how many, because anyway. like, at Silverstone, we had to wait because the tractor was a mile away. And at Monza, we've had to wait because the tractor was a mile away. And Yeah, but uh, it's like a tractor... A tractor what... getting a mile is going to be quicker than people pushing a Formula One car a mile. Yeah, but <laughs> the tractor will drive the mile, pick up the car, and then go the 200 yards to the nearest service road. What we're saying is, like, just pushing it to the service yeah. road in the time it takes it, like, that might be quicker. But sometimes it's just not feasible because the car is beached in yeah. gravel. Yeah. And in Monaco, there's only, like... One service road. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, yeah, it's one of those interesting ones. Like, I can see both sides of it. Like, yes, this is a really good idea. It works for Monaco. It would probably work for every other street circuit. But is it practical to be applied everywhere? Not really. It will have use cases. Sure. Could other circuits just buy some trolleys? Maybe, but then they'd have to train up the marshals because the Monaco yeah, marshals are thing, specifically yeah. trained on yeah. lifting procedures yeah. for cars. Yeah. Um, and to train like yeah, however many marshals at a Formula One race, and actually getting them all to which are all train volunteers by the yeah. way, and getting them all to train in time. Yeah, if for a race, it's like yeah, that's one thing that Monaco does kind of like really shine on is. The, the marshals, the marshals, the fire marshals, the whole yeah. extra bit around the Grand Prix, they do that yeah. pretty well. It's just the stem the race is a bit boring. <laughs> yeah, again, Monaco, you have to be quick. Yeah. So they have. But to yeah, be you good. would have to train every intervention marshal. Um, yeah. Around the circuit. So. Oh, there's a hundred because at least three. I th- yeah, I think there's three post. intervention marshal every post. Yeah. And then there's and a there's... fire marshal and a flag marshal. I love yeah, the so... fire marshal's helmets, though. Oh my god, they're so cool. <laughs> if people haven't seen them, just search Monaco Grand Prix fire marshal helmet, and you'll get the closest thing to a real-life Stormtrooper helmet. But gold-plated. <laughs> because of Monaco. Yes. Um... But yeah, so that's it's it's another one of those things you see online that like okay, oh yeah, my, you God. understand it, <laughs> yeah. See, you understand it, and at surface level it's fine, but you really start digging into it, and it actually probably isn't worth the time of day to start trying to implement it. Because like, everywhere else, they have a system for the most it, part. It, it works. works. It might not be the most rapid thing in the world, but it's probably cost effective. Yeah, at that point, it works. Again, not the quickest, but it works. So there's no point changing it for something that you won't use, probably like, won't use for like once every five years. Yeah, something. like if you wanted the quickest thing in the world, you'd have a crane that covered literally every inch of runoff, yeah. and that's not cost effective. 
So, but yeah, um, one thing I did want to state before we uh before we move onwards, checkered flag waving. I've I've pooed on people for this before. Do you know who waved the checkered flag at Monaco this weekend? Tom Holland. Tom Holland did. Do you know what he did? Did He he waved the the flag. He actually did it. And he did it well. He almost hit himself in the face. He almost hit himself in the face as well. I mean, yeah, but like, (laughs) fair enough. You know you do it well and hit yourself in the face. (laughs) It's also very funny how he got invited by Red Bull. And then like, <laughs> yeah. spoke to him on the grid and said, who are you rooting for? He said, I'm rooting for Hamilton because he's a Lewis fan. <laughs> <laughs> Can't buy loyalty these days. Can yeah. I mean, fair play to him. Back. He was just getting invited back by Mercedes and or McLaren. Because mm. everyone, that, well, it's pretty well known that he gets on with Lando and that, so... I wonder if McLaren played the Spider-Man theme song to him again. I hope they did. That's so funny. So, but yes, I did want to just throw out the praise for Tom Holland for actually waving the checkered flag. While we're talking about marshals, I think it's important to discuss Formula 2. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That was a scary incident, wasn't it? Yes, unneeded. Take us through the play-by for Chris. Go on for those for those listeners that haven't seen. So I think it was Victor Martin hit the wall. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and his car then decided to just spontaneously combust. And so those marshals on circuit, obviously, double-waved yellows are deployed. I think the safety car might even have been out. I think that might have been after. I can't remember who was, like, who was the onboard, like, almost, who drove past? Who was that? Uh, was was this the car that spun and crashed at the top of Mirabeau? Yes. Not Mirabeau, um, Massenet. Yeah, Massenet and the Casino Square. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was Doohan that twatted the wall. No, I think. Hold on. I know it was Martins <laughs> who was driving. Yeah, I thought it was Martins who got the penalty. Yeah, for not slowing under yellows. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, someone skipped the wall, and then uh, Martin coming up the hill just didn't really slow down and nearly skilled a marshal. Classic. Mm. Did I did because I watched the highlights uh, and that wasn't in it. Like the bit where he almost twatted a marshal. That wasn't it. But it did pop up that he got a 10 second penalty for not slowing under yellows. And yeah. I thought, no, he got a hmm. drive through. Yeah, he got oh, a yes, yes, he got a drive through. I was thinking, hmm, that's harsh. Something more there. So. And it's because they've uh, tightened the rules around double waved yellows Good. from this race. Um, now. If there's double waved yellows, you need to slow to safety car speed. Yeah, too right. And yeah. if the safety car is out and there's double waved yellows, you need to slow down even more. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. it's understandable. It's that's the area where there is an issue. Go faster yeah. in other bits if you need to keep up your track temperature, uh, your tire temperature. But at that point, like the whole point of double waved yellows is literally slow down and be ready to stop. Yeah. Yeah, even the, the commentators were saying that as well when they were watching the replay. 
Like, like, there's no way at those speeds any of those drivers were ready to stop. Exactly. So, I mean, sure, those cars can stop fast, but not, no, not, not at that fast. speed. No. Either when he, it looked like he saw the marshal, he wouldn't have been able to stop quick enough. No. Because uh, who crashed again? <laughs> Duan crashed. I think it was Duan. Yeah. Yeah. Duan was like, on the corner, so as you came around the corner, you saw him. Yeah, and he was like yeah, was halfway on. on... Line. Yeah, he was halfway on the track, so like he, Martin wouldn't have seen him if went until he until came around the got corner. Round. Yeah, he was lucky re- he managed to avoid the marshal first. Was the race red flag after that? Actually, mm-hmm. mm. I was going to say surely it had to be. He was blocking the track. The thing is, it probably should have been before Martin's even done that. So as much as it is Martin's fault yeah. in a way, it's also FIA's. Like you can't put all the blame on Martin. No. Well, you can. Well, at the end of the day, it's like any other sport, day. isn't it? You play to the whistle. Yeah. yeah. So that's what we always that's always got taught in in when I was playing hockey in school is you don't put up a fuss, you play to the whistle, you just get on with it. Mm. If the ref doesn't blow, carry on. Tough. You might feel hard done by, but just crack on with it. Yeah, like, I know we gave the FIA stick about the Gasly incident in Japan, but this one, yeah, they probably could have thrown the red flag faster, but that's that's all on Martin's seat. He should have slowed. Mm. There was no reason to approach a double-waved yellow sector in Monaco, yeah. of all tracks, at that speed. Yeah, yeah it's like a bit of both of their and... faults. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, the length of time it took them to make their decision isn't that bad compared to how quickly Martans was on the scene. Mm. Like you're not gonna it's not gonna be a case of, oh look, one of the dots has stopped going around on track. Red. It's never like yeah. that. No. Um they have to take an assessment of the situation. Probably takes them a little yeah. bit to get to like the white camera angle and everything where they can see it as well. Especially considering where it happened, there wasn't really a great camera angle for it. No, from no, broadcast at least. Yeah, from broadcast, like the... you could only see like just as you were going into the corner. I think it's kind of like one of the not blind corners, mm. but blind to the camera. Mm. If that makes sense. When the team was, um... said to Martins as well, there'd be an incident. Uh... <laughs> it should be, yeah. It comes on a steering wheel as well, double. Yeah. And there's the light boards, there's the flags. Bro knew it was double waved yellows and just but didn't where, but where on the track was he when it happened? Because then it takes time for the yeah. team to get back to the teams, for the teams to send it to him. The so speed like... at which the marshals wave the flags. Yeah. He, yeah. he, yeah. he would have known really anyway. Someone goes out and those flags are out almost instantly. Like yeah. last year, someone had an engine blow out and was going up Beauravage. And before it was actually quite hilarious because you could see this massive plume of smoke. And as the car was coming up the hill, the marshal was waving the green. And then as soon as the car got to him, he swapped it to yellow, (laughs) (laughs) which was brilliant. It was seamless. It was just green, green, car, car, yellow, carry on, son. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, no, the marshals are really well on it. But it's like, again, Take, there's probably a bit of a delay for it by the time in terms of radio comms yeah yeah, yeah but 
the light boards, the other things. Yeah. Yeah. the light boards are instant because there's literally a marshal standing there, and yeah, it's like, oh, double little... details, <laughs> hits a button. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do want to just say, Jack Dewan got out of that car sharpish. Oh yeah, <laughs> like I didn't because it wasn't immediately on fire. It sort of sat there for a bit, and then everything started going up in smoke. But he was out anyway. He didn't care. It's like at steering wheel on over the nose cone and over the fence. Man was doing parkour to get off that car. I mean, to be fair, parked in that position. Yeah, I'm not hanging around. <laughs> I mean, if I crash a, in a race car and I'm anywhere on circuit, <laughs> I'm not no hanging doubt. around. So... Unless it's Formula E, then you're not allowed to get out of the car until you're told. <laughs> <laughs> suffer the consequences <laughs> the reality for them is safer in the car than out get, trying to get out in case mm. the electrical current yeah is it yeah yeah that's all charge safety yeah. it's actually really fun. I watched the video on what they have to do if the car remains live it's so funny well, is it? they basically just need to wrap it in this massive oh, blanket yeah. and just it's like a big orange blanket the driver out it's like a big orange blanket you put over it and then you got to lift it up. Yeah, you're just dragging the driver out. It's like, out you come. And they got to put yeah. on those like, massive rubber gloves that look like marigold washing gloves. But thankfully, in the case of um, the Martans incident, everyone's okay. So that's the main thing. Yes. Uh... Shall we discuss our predictions? Sure. I, we we also need to come back because Formula Three was in there. Was yeah. in Monaco. As well. oh, God, <laughs> you thought F one had bumper cars. <clears throat> it was a pretty bland week in the uh, the prediction field. Um, nobody got anywhere close with the lap down showdown. Uh, the first driver lap was actually Alex Albon. Uh, he made an reasonably early pit stop he came in and two laps later was lapped i had to zoom in to like see exactly at what point he was lapped because it was so close to the start finish line it was really annoying uh but i've come to the conclusion he was lapped just as they started lap 21 um and he finished one lap down everybody uh everybody else you lot you all said sergeant and i said devries so we all did really well it was great. Who so, got the point for being the closest to when it was lapped? Uh, ben. Oh, ben said nice. 34, but what me and it? Nia, me and Nia only said one lap down, so we were right on that one. What, Wait, so what was lap it did exactly you... on that? What lap did he say no, was no, it was down? 21. It's 21. Yeah, it was early doors. Uh, so lap was 21. the earliest one. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. That was, that was the earliest one. By a long shot. I, say, I think I said 36. Uh, yeah. One time I don't say 25. No one does. Point anyway. Could have had two. Nobody, nobody else except Chris got their bold predictions. Chris said at least five on track overtakes. So, yeah, that actually happened this year. Yeah, we had 23. Two years in a row that's happened now. For once to see, um, it has rained two years in a row. Yeah, 
to think three years ago we had two. Yeah, that was a diabolical race. Um, yeah, so Ben, sorry, mate. Leclerc did not actually win yeah. the Grand Prix. Uh, both McLarens were not in the top eight near, and Hockenberg did not come in the top nine. <laughs> Sad noises. McLaren's uh, were P nine, P ten, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> should have said top tens. Should have just should've. said points. Yeah, should have. So say. close, but yet so far. Yeah, mate. Um, in terms of our podium predictions, oh dear Ben. Uh, big fat. I'm just going one for point. Now. We got one point this weekend. Yeah. Uh, everybody else got four. Um, Chris, Nia and myself all got our four points courtesy of Max Verstappen being on pole and winning uh, Sonia got her four points for putting Verstappen on the top step and putting Alonso third <laughs> so great weekend I haven't actually asked Sonia for her Spain predictions yet we need to do that, I need to do that um, but we'll tweet them out when we get them yeah, yeah. um or we'll just cover it when we do next week because yeah. I'll probably forget. Yeah. Do we want to cover the actual like race results of Formula Two and Three? No, yeah, do it quickly. We'll just do the results. It's twenty past twelve. I don't care. Yeah. <clears throat> As per usual in Monaco, qualifying was split into groups by number, one driver from each team. Um, so qualifying group A was Victor Martins, Jack Dewan, and Richard Vashour. And qualifying group V, V, B was Fred Vesti. See, I've read Vesti and B and yeah, it's gone. Uh, Fred Vesti, Theo Pochet and Zane Maloney. Obviously, they took the times and set the grid from that. Uh, yeah. Sprint race was won by Ayumo Awasa. Second was Jan Deruvla and third was Jack Crawford. And the feature race was won by Fred Vesti. Second was Terry Pusher, and third was Zane Maloney. Formula 3, bumper cars. Formula 3 was actually quite dead. How many cars are there? 30. Three? Yeah, that's probably why. Yeah, but like they're so small, you'd expect them to actually like overtake. But yeah, it just it wasn't that exciting. I'll be honest. But they um, would crash a lot, I'm guessing. There was, there was plenty of like, I complained that the amount of bumper cars that Formula E did, this was worse. <laughs> going round loads, going round that hairpin on lap one, you just, if you didn't have the commentators on, it was just... Was like dominoes. Just... Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it kind of looked like that in Formula One as well, thanks to the so... <laughs> Yeah, true. But one of the drivers got round, hit someone... That guy got going again, and then he hit him again. So, <laughs> like, man, chill out. <laughs> Give him a chance. I don't like you. <laughs> he doesn't you. like you either. Um, so, again, because there's so many cars, Formula, Five, Formula 3 qualifying was split into groups. Group A, uh, first was Dina Boganovich, then Luke Browning, and then Sebastian Montoya. Um... Group B was Gabriella Mini, Paul Aaron, and Kyle Collette. The sprint race was won by uh, Pepe Marti. Second was Leonardo Fornaroli. And third was Gregoire Saucy. 
He does like Monaco. Mm. Uh, feature race was won by Gabriela Mini. Second was Dina Boganovic. And third was Paul Aaron. It means that we have actually got... Let's uh, go to the standings, please. Uh, Gabriela Bortoletto still remains at the top of the Formula 3 standings. Gabriela Mini moves into second ahead of Gregoire Saucy in third. The Formula 2 standings means, I believe, we have a new championship leader. Yes, we do. Frederick Vesti now leads the way from Teo Porcher with Yumo Elasa in third. Uh, Vesti is on 89 points. Porcher is on 84. And Yumo Elasa is on 69 points. Nice. Nice. And that brings us nicely up to this weekend in Spain, where... Formula One is joined by Formula Two and Formula Three again. So we have all of this to do next week. Now, thankfully, I'm flying home that day. So I'll be able to, well, the day before, so I'll be able to watch it. All right, Ben, pole position, please. Verstappen. Nia? Verstappen. Richard? Verstappen. And we are in agreement. Pudding, please. Nia. Verstappen. Leclerc. Alonso. Ben? I'm going to fly the Spanish flag. I'm saying Alonso, Verstappen, Hamilton. I'm going to go Verstappen, Hamilton, Alonso. I'm just praying these upgrades come good. Uh, Richard? Uh, I am going to go for Verstappen Perez Alonso. <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> well, it was broke this weekend. because yeah, Perez That's because Perez broke the, the car. <laughs> um, bold predictions for Spain. Hmm. I'm going to go controversial. The change to the circuit will not improve the racing. I'm just writing that down as new layout, no fun. I really want it to be. I want to be proven wrong, but I'm still concerned. Okay. Over the course of the Grand Prix weekend, this is how my prediction's going, by the way. Okay. Encapsulates everything from the first second of FP1 to the last second of the race. Carlos Sainz will find the gravel trap at the exit of turn nine. Mm-hmm. And at the reprofiled new old section. Okay. He has to find both. If he gets okay. either or, I don't get halves. It's It's all or nothing. He finds both gravel traps. He doesn't have to beach himself in them. He just has to visit them. Cool? Okay. Yeah. Primo. Uh, Neil? I'm going to say for Quali, there'll be six drivers who get their signs deleted. That's over the course of Quali. It only has to happen if they repeat it. It's fine. But six individual drivers have to have the time deleted. Six or more. Whoa. <laughs> six or more. 
We're going to have a really quick VAR check on this. <laughs> um, on a couple, like qualifying from a couple of rounds ago, a decent circuit, do we see how many on average have the time deleted to see if that's actually bold? But carry on for now. I'm trying to think and where they if it's the not extent. Question, if it's not bold, do I have the right to change it? Yes. Well, yeah, you have to. <laughs> if you fail the VAR check, then you're forced. <laughs> probably have to think of another only corner. Australia is probably the last track that would be good for this. In fact, that's still a street circuit. Bahrain. It'd happen more at Bahrain. Yeah. Um, qualifying deleted lap times. 97? <laughs> yeah. Let's see how many drivers. They're just all at turn four. I will accept this as bold. Excellent. Because only four drivers had a lap time deleted in Bahrain. Cool. Ben, what's your bold? Well, I'm very similar to you, Richard. I put a car to crash at turn 14 at some point during the weekend. Is turn 13 the new not shooting? Yes. Damn it, I guessed 14. <laughs> I have to change 14 is now the last corner. Yeah. Because I knew that that was like 16 before, so... Who do you think will be the first driver to go the wrong way? <laughs> Completely forgetting just muscle memory. The <laughs> coming back. Guest star appearance. The yeah. dropped. Replacement Latifi. Do we do we reckon Latifi's still going to be in the F one game, but as a free agent? Probably. No. <laughs> Latifi makes so. his epic comeback. <laughs> World champion. So. I hope he has. Please put him in the they have TV in the game, then they should have Kimmy back. Hmm. Latifi needs to go into the, the Legends section. Well, you've got Maldonado now, so... Is that not enough? Wait, Maldonado's in the Maldonado's Icons Maldonado's in the Icons. <laughs> can, can you just believe that... The scenes when Maldonado wins his first World Drums Championship. I'm signing him. <laughs> I'm absolutely signing him. And if he doesn't bin it on lap one, turn one, it's not Maldonado. True. Well, well no, because he, he makes it... If he doesn't punt Hamilton off, it's not Maldonado. Yeah. Mm. Hamilton's always the target. That would be quiet. <laughs> yeah. ETA, 36 laps. <laughs> it's just is that Belgium one on lap one <laughs> causing absolute chaos nearly killing when I, Alonso when I think Maldonado I always go back to Valencia in yeah. 11 I think it was mm. he just sends it down the inside like that, yeah. <laughs> sends it on Lewis for no reason space not there whatsoever puts Lewis in the wall carries on right lap down showdown 66 laps of this race, by the way. Um, Albon 21-1. No, that was this week's result. What are you on about? Exactly. Oh, God. Yeah, but there's less laps, so it's, it's okay. But the laps longer. Exactly. Okay. But they're probably not going to make an early pit oh, yeah. stop. 
Is it that much longer? It's all right. I'll put, well, I'll put Monaco is lap, technically below or something. Monaco is technically below the minimum circuit length of Formula One, according to its own regulations. It just gets a special pass. Because it's Monaco. Like, like, same as Belgium. Time. Belgium gets a special pass because that's too long. That's banter, though. <laughs> I'd much rather have a long track than a short one. Then again, Austria well, depends can be quite long. I think it's more the nature of the circuit rather than anything. Monaco is just too tight and twisty. Austria is and actually fast. I'd like to remind you of um, Bahrain out of. Yes. True. <laughs> but also fast and fun. Yeah, true. Much like Austria. <laughs> Might not have much corners. Has lots of speed. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> I can deal with that. Does that meet the requirements, actually? That, that, I can't remember if it's long enough. Or if I got special dispensation. Who cares? And maybe I will have never been back because it's bring it back anyway. Add a special clause (laughs) that says at least one variation of the track has to have a layout that is long enough. And then you can just pick whichever one. (laughs) Delete the word except Monaco and add except Bahrain outer. Yes. Suddenly Monaco is no longer on the calendar. Oh no. What a shame. (laughs) How sad. Uh, Ben, lap down. Come on. Um, Joe lap 28 two laps Nia 25 DeVries one lap down DeVries 25 and one that's so close to El Clasico but mm. um, who are we going to pick this week who have I like you know what? I think he's feeling a bit left out. I'm gonna pick Logie Bear. Good old Logie Sarge. Nobody's Logie picked Sergeant. I think we've been pecking on Sergeant for weeks, and that's never happened. You guys have. I've been binning it for DeVries. Actually, no, I did Sergeant the week before. I think. But then about... the week before that, I did Bottas. But I you think... done Sergeant the week before, and the race didn't happen. <laughs> This is true. I picked Sergeant and the race didn't happen. <laughs> uh, if Spain gets cancelled, no, Richard. Degrees. Well, Bahrain happened and I picked Sergeant then, so mm. we have a 50% didn't success rate. Everyone picked Sergeant but me at the first race. I think so. I'm pretty sure I went yes, for Yes, you went for DeVries. Yeah. We had the opposite last week where I picked DeVries. <laughs> right. Um, so Sergeant, uh, I'm going to say lap 30, one lap down. That way I have bookended everyone else. And if it's over 30, it's good. Winner. (laughs) And if it's below, you're humped. Yep. Oh, well. There it is. Um... Do we have any, is there any news? Uh, um, uh, Aston Martin signed a new engine deal with Honda for that 2026. That was yeah. this week. We haven't talked about it, but Honda's back. In fact, actually, yeah, I remember this because this broke at like 2 a.m. as it's I was getting up to the airport. Japanese time, isn't it? So, yeah, true. 
honestly, I was getting up to get ready to go to the airport, and I just get this breaking news alert from Formula One. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, Honda's yeah. back. Who'd have thought? Yeah, it's quite funny. I mean, I never really left, but yeah. still. Um, Anything else? Um, Marcus Ericsson bottled the Indy 500. That was great fun. Was this about a tyre going into the crowd at the Indy 500? Um, a, someone crashed, I forgot who, and the wheel literally fell off, went over the guardrail. Um, just over the crowd and hit someone's car. Jesus. Damn. I'm pretty sure it was a Toyota Corolla. Oh, no major loss then. <laughs> um, it's done the world as of service. As, as far as I've been led to where, well, believe though, everyone's okay. No one was injured. No, no one's injured. That's good. Yeah, um, that's oh, also, yeah, uh, it flew over the fence. It was a Chevrolet. That's what oh. it was. Still, no major loss. No. Um, Shame. Arthur Leclerc learnt that the Leclerc curse of Monaco also extends to him, not just his brother. So yep. that happened. But I think the the Honda news was the biggest, really. Yeah. It, well, it was Felix Rosencrest hit the ball, span it, and then Kirkwood collided with him, his back left, fell off, went straight over the fence, over the crowd, into the car and park and car hit park. in a Chevrolet. So, yeah, it's quite scary. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of the Top 5 Podcast. Uh, join us next week where we'll be reviewing round 8 of the Formula 1 World Championship. Uh, thank you very much and the Formula 2 and the Formula 3 yeah Yeah, but it's round 8 for them I can't remember what round number it is Uh, thank you very much 6 or something 6 yeah Yeah. thank you very much for watching and we will see you next week bye bye